everyone, welcome to Loose Lips with me, Georgie Porter, and the wonderful, well-travelled Sharon Carpenter. <laughs> I'm quite the jet setter right now, aren't I? It's, <laughs> it's good to be here. You look like you've been travelling because you have a nice tan going I on. I some gradual tan moisturiser. It will develop over the course of our podcast. <laughs> I thought you were going to have some incredible story yeah. of your troubles, but that's the next best thing. Uh, meanwhile, I did have a tan until I put my foundation on because I'm traveling, so I only have one foundation, right? Oh. And of course, it's like 10 shades lighter than my actual tan. So yeah, so I'm not getting to show off my glow. Yeah, because it's crazy when you have your foundation that's a staple foundation and then you yeah. go in the sun for a bit and you put it on, you're like, why is it grey? Why is my Exactly. grey now? I know. <laughs> and it's always trying to add the bronzer and all to try to get that, that nice sun glow yeah. back. It didn't really work. It didn't We're really secret work. scientists really, aren't we? What we have to like build and like mix we together are. to make our like our foundation colour back. That is crazy, isn't it? I know. Like, how did I not get an A in chemistry <laughs> after all of this? <laughs> I used my foundation. I mixed it with my bronzer. <laughs> Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Can I tell you just a little bit about my trip? You you yes. might have seen it on Instagram and, you know, you guys can go check out my Instagram because I documented everything. But can I just say, I just had the trip of a lifetime to Malta. It was absolutely amazing. And, you know, thank you to the Malta Tourism Board, Visit Malta. They totally took care of us while we were out there. I was out there with my good friend and my rep, Fiona Bloom. And we literally did everything from checking out the history. There's so much history wow. in that country. Um, mm. It is the country that was the most bombed during World War II, apparently. Oh. Ton mm. of history there. Um, there used to be the Knights of Malta. So it was run by knights. Uh, we went to a, a cathedral that was just like absolutely incredible. The artwork in there was amazing. Wow. Um, went to like the former capital place called Imdina. I mean, I'm, I'm saying all of it. You kind of have to like see it to really you get it. You had the best we, we, time. <laughs> I had the best time. Went on a gondola ride, which was actually a water taxi. Had afternoon tea, went to the spa. Like the most incredible infinity pool I've ever seen in my <gasps> life. Like I've seen some nice pools. And when they told me it was a nice pool, I was like, okay, yeah, I've seen like a billion nice pools. How nice mm. could this one be? It was at the Phoenicia Hotel and it was the most gorgeous pool I've ever, ever seen. So um yeah that's my sort of whirlwind <gasps> trip in 30 seconds that's amazing isn't it amazing when you go to a place like that and you think will I go back 
but you just think oh will it be one of those amazing holidays that I'll just talk about forever like just remember forever yeah Yeah. and I've got I took like a ton of pictures because I was documenting the whole thing so I've got those pictures to look back at but I will go back and you know part of the reason I mean there's the beauty of the country um and the mystery of the country as well because I think none of us really knew there was that much to do in in Malta but there's yeah you know there's that much history I had no, I had no idea either, but there's a lot more, but really I think what makes us go back to a place is the people oftentimes, Mm. right? Mm. Like when the people are just lovely and everyone who we met along the way was just really lovely. Um, That's why I ended up going back to Barbados and it's now like a third home of mine just because the people, you feel at home there. And I think, yeah, I'm going to be back. I'm definitely going to be back. Yeah. Do you know what? Actually, Sharon, I went to London this weekend and I went back and I, my boyfriend was like, you booked the hotel. And I was like, I only stay in one hotel when I go to London and it's the Bloomsbury. And that is my home from home because they just remember your name yeah. and what you like. They have the greatest things. They always just cater for like, if you are loyal. And I always think that if you go to a place and you love it so much, why would you like try and better it if it's already great yeah that's exactly like Barbados became like my place to go because I felt really comfortable there I know I've got everything that I need I've got great food I've got great nightlife I've got Mm. great beaches and just nice people and that was all I needed um and then also it's a place where I can go without having to wait for a friend who can come with me because you know like matching up your schedule with friends or boyfriends or whoever family members it can be tough sometimes so that's a place where I can just go because I know so many people. But then I started to think last year, really, I started to think, well, you know what? I'd like to explore other places in the world because I've been to to Barbados or BIM, as we call it. I've been there about 12 times in the past few years. I go all the time and I'll always keep going back. I'm like, okay, there are other places in the world to explore as well, which is why I went to DR for Christmas and I've been going, you know, checking out some, some other areas of the world as well. So where are you right now? What is your current location? Yeah, so you can tell it's not my apartment in New York. (laughs) So I'm actually in my parents' house right now and I hadn't seen them in almost two years. Oh. Uh, By the way, yeah, if you say I'm a little more conservative on this. You are so. (laughs) You're like, you're even taking your levels down. Like you are, like your volume. You're like, (laughs) I'm in my parents' house. I'm not going to It's a whole new Sharon. (laughs) (laughs) Which is a whole new Sharon you're going to get to see today obviously as well you've always spoke about how you are like prudish especially because you don't want your mum to hear naughty things yeah which you know that's dangerous <laughs> for me because it makes me feel more mischievous and I feel like I can say what I want <laughs> well luckily I've got my headphones in so purposely <laughs> so it's just between us it's just between us let the mischief roll let the mischief roll it's just it's just between say, friends <laughs> I will say what you're thinking out loud and you can you can have to <laughs> you're gonna have to and I'll, I'll give the good girl super conservative very traditional answer yeah, <laughs> yeah you give that but that's what I, I am <laughs> I feel like so I'm this is to gonna rest. be a very unique recording yeah. <laughs> I'm already like oh, I can say what I want <laughs> <laughs> this is this is gonna be a, a brand new Georgie and Sharon that you guys get to witness today but it's 
beautiful in France, by the way, I have to admit. And I know it's gorgeous. Is it hot? And we're pretty much on the same schedule for once. Because usually I'm yeah. like five hours ahead of you. And now I'm yeah. just an hour ahead of you. So yeah, so we're both can, tired. We're right both now. morning. <laughs> yes, this is the morning. Yeah. This is uh, we're, and, and it's like heat wave time about to happen. So this is exciting. For yeah. I know. <laughs> and I'm wearing like a fabric that's kind of like a towel as well. I'm like, why <laughs> did I even put this on? It's really hot and sweaty. But um, yeah, if you see me perspiring right well, above just, my lip. Just soak it up why. with your sleeve. Just like a towel. Just good idea. That. Yeah, yeah. That's a good thing. Yeah. Very absorbed. Absorb. Wait, what's the word? Absorb. Absorbent? No. Absor- Absorbent. Absorbent. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> George, I'm wearing a bra. So I told you we roles. Yeah. We've switched roles today. <laughs> Absorbent is is the um word I was looking for. All right, Georgie, what do you think? Should we launch into new story number one? Wow, this is this is pretty explosive as well. Yeah. So we know that Angelina, Jolie, and Brad Pitt, they're divorced and they've had some issues, right? But Angelina is now speaking out uh, and she says that Brad Pitt continuing to work with disgraced mogul and jailed mogul Harvey Weinstein mm. hurts. Um, and this is from a TMZ article on the matter, okay? So they're saying that Angie uh, says Brad Pitt's uh, continuing uh, work with Harvey Weinstein, continuing to associate himself with him. Uh, during their marriage led to some bad blood between the couple adding that it was painful. The actress spilled the beans to The Guardian, uh, saying that it hurt when her then hubby partnering with Weinstein and all his production company, or kept doing so, uh, be it in distribution deals or any other capacity, because Angie notes that he knew how she felt about the movie mogul, disgraced movie mogul at that. Now, the actress says her hatred of Weinstein first surfaced back when she first worked with him for the 1998 flick Playing by Heart, during which she claims she escaped, she says physically escaped, an alleged attempt of his to get her alone in a room, something she now characterizes as an assault itself. Now, she goes on to say that she warned others about Weinstein after that and even told her first husband, Johnny Lee Miller, to spread the word uh, as a warning. Angeline also says she turned down a role in The Aviator, which was a star-studded movie. I think Leonardo DiCaprio was in that, um, just to avoid mm-hmm. having to work with a guy again and yet she points out that brad continued to rub shoulders with weinstein in the 2000s teaming up directly or indirectly should i say uh, to put out inglorious bastards which the weinstein company helped release and not just that she claims that brad went against her wishes in approaching weinstein to help make his 2012 movie killing them softly uh which the weinstein company distributed as well and brad was actually a producer uh, on that movie she says of that time we fought about it of course it hurt while adding that she refused to plug the movie saying she didn't attend promotional events with brad Weinstein, uh, through his assistant, is telling TMZ, it's very clear to me that this is for more sales on Angie's book. She is promoting her book right now. Yeah, she's promoting her book right now. There was never an assault and never an attempt to assault, he says. And this is, of course, coming from the who's behind bars for assaulting um, uh, women. Uh, he says it's brazenly untrue and clickbait publicity. Your Angelina Jolie, every male and female in the world I'm, world, I'm sure, shows interest in you as the whole world assaulting you. Whatever, Weinstein, uh, we don't care what you have to say. Uh, um, sources close to Brad, however, say he never teamed up with Weinstein for Inglorious Bastards. He was simply part of a movie that Tarantino directed, which happened to get distribution by his company. 
Georgie, what do you think of this? It's, it's messy. Uh, like you said, Weinstein is in prison for a lot of other women, like situations assaulting all these things. Um, he's in prison for this. So, Joe as well. I would, I would like to think that when I'm married or with my partner, that we're a team and that we back each other and we support each other. And if I was so angry and so upset that a man treated me in such a way, I would hope that my partner, my other half, would be like, do you know what? Yeah, I'm going to support you. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to like stand around and um team and support this guy so actually yeah it made me feel like because I've always been like team Brad and sort of Aniston and I know I'm taking it to there which has not got any you know situation because I just always thought Angelina Jolie stole Brad from from Jennifer Aniston and now I feel like maybe <laughs> Because Brad, Brad just, was like, it was being stolen. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, like I just yeah. always think he's like, oh, I must go here now because she's a stronger woman or whatever. Or I always thought that in my mind. Obviously, it's just child, childish thoughts. But now I think, well, actually, maybe he's got no backbone. And actually, maybe he just needs to stand up for women and be like, actually, no, I'm not going to do this because I am Brad Pitt and I can still make it without you because he still would. So... I am baffled. I'm, yes, I get it. I'm in two minds about it because I I see both sides. I see why Angie would be upset Mm. about this because this isn't, oh, somebody was rude to me on set. This is obviously a serious situation because it's a story we've heard not just from her, but from multiple other women as well. Like this is why, you know, as we said, Weinstein um, is behind bars. So I get why she would be really bothered by this. How ever okay with Inglorious Bastards Brad was just an actor in the movie and oftentimes when an actor signs on to a movie you don't even know who's going to be distributing the movie at that That's point true. right yeah. so you sign on you might not even know which studio is going to be back in the movie because oftentimes mm. filmmakers will get stars on board you know through their friendships and relationships etc and then mm. they go to the studio and say hey well I've got Brad Pitt in the lead role uh, and especially when you've got somebody like Quentin Tarantino and then that yeah. way there can be bidding war as well over which studio is going to sort of pay the most for the movie and then the distribution uh would likely come after that so i don't know if brad could have done anything when it comes to inglorious bastards now according to angie and we do know that he was a producer on killing you softly that might have been a bit of a different situation and you know i want to hear from brad on that before I guess, making any sort of hardly defined um, decisions, you know, mm. on my thoughts on that. But but it, it's really tough. I mean, what would you I, do? Do you think it would be a deal breaker for you? Like if you, you had an arch nemesis and your boyfriend, he was in your boyfriend's world. Your boyfriend's a businessman, right? So he was in mm. your boyfriend's, let's just say he's like a big fashion investor. And yeah. this guy wanted to best in your boyfriend's fashion line oh, and it would go and it great. take it to a whole other level right <gasps> and but you can't stand this guy you've had your own run-in with this guy what I know, what would you make I know, of that situation I know that my boyfriend wouldn't go there for that he yeah. knows he for him he knows that that would be unloyal and he's the most loyal thing and I think 
That yeah. is where as well, I've been loyal in situations like this in television world where I've backed up my best friend and it's been on a TV show and it's meant that I've lost a competition or something. But I believe that that you should always be loyal to what's true and what is, because it'll come around again or it will it will happen another way. Well, you're so supposed like, to have each other's backs, right? When you're in a exactly. relationship like that, you have to have each other's backs. Yeah, because then why would I, I'd, I'd hate him forever if he made, you know, business ventures with a man who was not a very nice, great man who tried to corner me in a room maybe. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. that is a situation you have gone through. Yeah, so what about you, Sharon? Would you like... What would you do about it? Yeah, in a situation like that, I'd be really heartbroken. I have an ex-boyfriend who I've told some of the situations, the sort of me too type situations mm. that I've um, experienced. And he told me one time, well, first of all, he was never supportive over it. And then one time he told me he didn't believe me and said oh you were probably flirting with the guy that's oh. probably what happened and that really I was just like wow oh. I said you are not my type of person we would never get back together again after this you that have you're just try. you're seeing things from a really bad and negative perspective and what must you mm -hmm. think of me if you mm -hmm. think I'm gonna lie about that situation you don't even know the man I'm talking about and you're taking that person's side so yeah. that was a, a sure you know red flag that this is not the type of person I could ever have a, a future with I will say that I had a a situation in my friendship, a very good friend of mine who was continuing to work with a woman who really couldn't stand me and said some very mean things about me on television as well. She said some very mean things about me and my friend continued to work with her. And this was one of my best friends. Now I was upset about it initially, uh, but then my friend explained to me, well, you know, cause she's a publisher. She said, well, but this is a woman who always covers my artist. So even when I have a new artist that nobody else wants to do a story on, she'll do a story on that artist. And so mm. I kind of had to adjust my way of thinking, all right, I get it. Like it's important to what you do in your livelihood. Um, so that was something I could see past. But I think when it comes to more serious issues like assault. Yeah. 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 That, yeah. That's something I wouldn't be able to see past. Because also imagine if Brad Pitt was backing her as well back then and maybe Weinstein would have been taken down sooner or was it before the 2000s really? This was, this was back in 1998, but before it was really out there, way before mm. it was really out there. A lot of people, because remember back then women, you know, we didn't feel that we could take any of these guys down. We didn't feel no. believed, which is, I just told you about my ex-boyfriend. Even yeah. at this point in time, you have people who uh, want to say you're a liar. Oh, th these women must be lying. Mm. Um, so we've really made some incredible steps forward with the fact that, you know, victims are being believed now. We are getting to tell our stories and there are repercussions as well. There are consequences for these guys who have just been yeah. so powerful. There was no way to, to stand up against them back in the days. Yeah, so now as women we're getting stronger, so I actually don't need the men to say it, but obviously yeah. it's been tough. Well, we should all, yeah, I mean, we, we we all need to be in this together for this to end because it's still it's still going on. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? You would think at this point with men seeing what's happened to some of these other powerful men that there would have been an end to it. But, you know, I know 
this type of thing is still going on. We just have to keep pushing forward. We all have to be on the same page. We just have to believe women and just people in general when they tell their stories. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. 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 Hallelujah to that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, moving ahead, because you have a a nice uh, news story, a good news story for us. Yeah. News number two we've got here, right? So, oh, Harry and Meghan Lifetime film slammed for six scene in which Duchess dies in a car crash like Princess Diana. Crazy. Diana. Princess Diana. This, I've seen the trailer and I'm a bit actually shocked. To be honest, I was Mm. like, huh? Um, Lifetime's new Prince Harry and Meghan Markle film has been met with outrage for including a dream sequence in which the Duchess of Sussex dies in a car accident. Harry and Meghan escaping the palace dramatizes the events that lead to the Duke and Duchess of Sussex. 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 Not Suffolk, but... Close. Sus- not, not Sussex either, which I really no. want to emphasize the sex. Just because you're at your parents, just to put that in there. Thanks Stepping- a lot, Georgie. Thank goodness for these headphones. Stepping down from their royal duties in 2020 and their subsequent subsequent tell-all interview with Oprah Winfrey, which, okay, we'll get there, um, yeah. is... It is the network's third film about the royal couple, following on from 2018's Harry and Meghan, a royal romance, and 2019's Harry and Meghan becoming royal. So this is like, what, a trilogy here? Like, okay. Yeah, I guess they're going to keep on milking this as long as they can. Well, in a series of new images released on Friday, the 3rd of September, Meghan, Sidney Morton, is known in a is shown in a car crash similar to the one that killed Princess Diana in 1997. Crazy. We're still not over this, so I feel like... We're so not. No, it's a bit tasteless in my eyes, I feel. Yeah. She is seen surrounded by photographers while lying under an overturned car as Harry Jordan Dean tries to open the door and the scene plays out in the film as part of a dream sequence with Meghan then waking up next to Harry and their son Archie. Nonetheless, the photos were widely condemned on social media with Twitter users branding the scene distasteful, yeah, and sick. Sharon, please, what are your thoughts? It's all too much. It is all too much because remember when we were, just a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about how people are offended about the name of a fish and chip shop, Jack the Chipper, right, playing off of Jack the Ripper. And we were talking about, well, you know, how long is sort of long enough where it's not looked at as insensitive? Jack the Ripper, obviously, was in the 1800s. I mean, Princess Diana's death was in the 1990s. That wasn't that long ago. And this is something that Harry and Meghan are still living through, right? Mm. I mean, Harry has actually said they're exploiting Harry's pain. Harry has actually said that he's been really fearful that the same thing that happened to his mother is going to happen to Meghan. And so what does Lifetime do? They play out Harry's worst nightmare on screen, on television, uh, for the whole entire world to see, including him. So I do think it's tasteless. And then, of course, on Meghan's side, you have have Megan who has spoken about her suicidal thoughts and just how serious um, her struggle mm. has been since marrying into the, the royal family. Um, so I think it's just wrong. I feel that 
And this is without having seen it, right? Because it is going to be airing tonight. So we're taping this on a Monday. This is airing on a Tuesday. I usually like to see things for myself before, before. you know, coming to conclusions on things. That's impossible on this occasion. So unless there is some really important reason that this is going to give some kind of context, which I highly, highly doubt, there is a way to allude to it without actually playing it out and showing Megan pinned under a car. I mean, it is tasteless. It does seem Uh, kind of sick to me. And it feels like they've gone to lowest hanging fruit. Yeah. Yeah, they've literally gone too far. I think they, what, did they have success on the first film they did? And they thought, I know, let's get like even more like crazier and suck people in more. It's, it's, it's really, like you said, Harry's nightmare, like being played out in front of him with Hollywood actors. Are they Hollywood actors? Are these, because, I think they're yeah. both American, aren't they? And they're one of them's English. Harry, right. Harry, I believe, is an English actor, and then I think Megan's, uh, the woman right. playing Megan, is an American actress. To be honest, I haven't seen any of them. I would watch them. I just, I haven't heard a ton about them, and plus, I don't watch a lot of TV. And I've told you this before, even though I work in TV. I will say this, and there's, I guess there's something sick about this. Because of the controversy, now I want to see for myself, right? And that's how this kind of stuff works. Oh, they've, they've done a PR stunt. They're very, yeah. very clever, isn't it? I know. That's the way it works. And also, I'm all for people making films, imaginary films, like taking things to another level. I'm all for that because I, I love it. Drama-tizing for the sake of TV. Yeah. yeah, I love these things. I also love true life, true story kind of uh, documentary, things like that. I love telly. I love telly watching telly daytime telly all telly but (laughs) when then when there's people get misconstrued about factual stuff and then like you know because when the royal um uh the crown was on and people were getting a bit like using that they didn't know what was real what isn't yeah Yeah. exactly exactly and i still want to watch that because i'm still a bit like oh i don't know what happens with camilla and charles and i'm kind of into it so maybe that's how i'll find out and so there oh, is ways so of that. If you haven't seen it, it's so good, The Crown. Yeah. And so therefore that would be like, you know, like my year six primary school education class. <laughs> Hoping that they put The Crown on as kids and we'd be like, oh yeah, we know so much about everything. But when you watch kind of films like this, it's a bit like, so wait, did this happen or did this not happen? And I suppose then you're just, just confused really by the drama. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, Lifetime movies aren't necessarily the most critically acclaimed, but they can be very entertaining. Because I've (laughs) definitely been sucked into a few of them where I'm like, okay, it's not the most incredible movie ever. By the way, I saw the worst movie ever yesterday at the movie theatre here in France called Reminiscence. It's terrible, but anyway. It it sucks, it's so bad. But it's just silly (sighs) storyline. But anyway, um... I'm sure this is an entertaining movie, but I think it's it's just too soon. It's it, just too it soon. It's too soon. It'll yeah. be forever too soon for a, a car crash with a princess. I'm sorry. That will forever be not ideal for us all. Because it, it's in our lifetime. It's in our lifetime. And yeah. um, Harry and his brother, William, we know that it's been extremely traumatic for them. So I can only imagine how they feel right now. But anyway, I am going to watch the movie and then maybe we can discuss it again. After you can tell us. I'll tell you. you I'll I'll tell you what I think. But from what 
I'm seeing right now. And obviously they know what they're doing because they're using it for promotional purposes as well. That's the photo that they're releasing. That's oh. in the trailer. I haven't seen the trailer, but you saw it in the trailer? Is that what happened oh, it in is. the trailer? F- it's in the trailer. Feel, it's a bit gut-wrenchingly like weird. You're yeah. a bit like, oh, what is this now? It's, I'm uncomfortable. I'm uncomfortable. Controversy sells, and I bet this is going to be the highest rated one. I can only imagine that they've all done well since they've got a third one out. Mm. Um, and, you know, there's just so much interest, obviously, in Harry and Meghan, especially in America. I mean, people are obsessed. So uh, yeah. I'm sure those ratings are going to be extra high. But, you know, I'm somebody who I don't like to go for the lowest hanging fruit, and I feel that this is what that scene oh, is. What a great comment the lowest hanging fruit. the lowest hanging fruit you know it's rotten usually yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like heavy. overly right it's, it's, heavy. Decay. it's, it's exactly heavy. It's too juicy to be at the top very right <laughs> yeah 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 and you might get a little food poisoning if you eat it but you know it's the only one you can reach so you've got worms and maggots just hanging out of there that's so true <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah we'll re- i'll report back in once i've had a chance to to check yeah. it out all right uh, now we have a break don't we oh it's a break yeah it's break time. Go and- break time dilute my coffee yeah the water. <laughs> i'm gonna sip on my cold tea it's it's cold now one thing about me i always leave half a cup of tea i'll drink half of it and i always leave half in the cup and my nightmare the frustration of my you, whole entire family sharon i you always leave te- leftover tea oh <laughs> uh, and i bet you leave the cup in the room somewhere goes, as well i do some random room bedroom wherever Wherever oh, I put it no. down, that's where it's staying. Break. We're going in a break yeah. before I blow. <laughs> See you in a sec, guys. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. If you like this podcast, then why not check out one of our other amazing Create podcasts? If you just want a good laugh, then check out The Weekly Roast. Listen, listen, bitch. Oh, listen, make, make, make an entrance. I'm a week off sugar. Bad, uh, I, will, I will fly <laughs> to the UK and I will cut you both up. For the more cultured ones among you, join Laura Wright for music in my life. <laughs> yeah, let's <Yeah>, go. <laughs> I'm so glad no one can see me right now because I'm doing, I was doing some weird dance moves. <laughs> yeah, nothing then, yeah. Prefer a deep chat? Connie's got you covered on How Are You, the well-being podcast. So I just became a lot more productive and happier. Mm. And for me, like, that's just worth it. The Weekly Roast, music in my life, and how are you? Just three more podcasts to feast your ears on. Find them wherever you found this podcast. Hi, we're back. And guess what? We've got a little back. We're, With more cold back. tea. With cold tea. Actually, we've and got I'll- some piping hot tea for you. How about that? Piping hot tea. With yeah, a listener letter. Let's not leave it lying around a room, shall we? <laughs> this is from Charlie. Hey, yeah. <laughs> like that. I'm going to a wedding for one of my childhood friends this weekend where, oh, her wish list says that they don't want any gifts, just donations put towards their honeymoon. What do you think is the right amount to give? I think that's a brilliant idea. Yeah. Yeah. I think think just 200 quid. 200 (gasps) quid. I think it depends on, is this the kind of childhood friend who you haven't seen in 25 years? Mm. Or is this the kind of childhood friend who's been like a sister to you? Like how close are you as friends? And then I think it also depends on sort of what your financial situation is as well. I would say between, this might sound cheaper, between 50 pounds and 200 pounds, unless you're rich, then 500 pounds. If you're rich, then like, yeah, give them loads. Give them the amount of yeah. how much your shoes cost. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, because, I mean, weddings are expensive, aren't they? If you've got to go on a hen party. Yeah. And then if they're going places or whatever, you've got to buy the drinks for the bride because she can't buy a penny. She can't spend any money on drinks. Yeah. Um, and then your dress and your outfit that you got to go there and wherever it is. And you got to buy all adds all up. Doesn't it? And then. I mean, I always think, oh, like, my mum buys me the worst Christmas presents. I'd rather just have them in. Like, the worst gifts ever. I'm just like, oh. (laughs) I think you told me, wait, what was the worst gift again that you got? Oh, like, I don't know. It it ranges from soap bar holder. Soap. Oh, no. Not even the soap. The soap holder. Just the soap holder. There's so many nice fragrant soaps. Like, why? So, I know. And if it, was like, if it was, if it was a wedding day, if I'd be like, batteries for oh, Christmas. Batteries? What? Not <laughs> even do we use it has batteries in anymore in adult age? Like, really? It has to be a joke. And then she brings out the real present. Does oh, she? No, she's just. Oh, she bought the pegs that you put on your seats and on holiday so your towel doesn't fly away. And I was like, That's oh no. Well, you know what? She's trying to be thoughtful. She's thinking. She's thinking functional. She's thinking. How can I make my daughter's life easier? 
I was so swapped at birth. <laughs> I definitely have a Swedish family royal out there that's looking for me and my mum swapped me. <laughs> With a whole bunch of presents just waiting for you. Very luxurious years ones, jewellery, cars, all, all kinds of palaces. Um, yeah, that sounds... That sounds like a pretty bad present right there. Yeah. What about for you, for like present-wise, Sharon, if you were getting married or whatever, or was like, it's my birthday, guys, I want to decide what you buy me. Like, what would you what would you do? Well, I think these guys are really smart because the thing is, mm. they seem like a couple who probably have their home together already. They've probably got their houseware together already, right? Because a lot of people, <laughs> they move in together and then get married and they might have mm. been together for years. So they don't need all that extra stuff for the home. Um so I like the idea of paying for the honeymoon as well mm. uh, because honeymoons can be super expensive and I'm sure they want a really extravagant one. They probably haven't traveled much because of COVID, so they want to do it big. Uh, so I think that's a really, really smart idea. I didn't even know about wedding registries. Are they a thing in the UK as well? Because I didn't know about them until I moved to America, but it might be because I was never invited to any weddings because I didn't know anyone who was getting married back then because I was young um <laughs> but then I'm like we're wedding registries do I find that rude like I almost thought maybe it's a little rude like because you're expecting these presents and you're saying this is what I want but now I've gotten used to the idea and it makes complete sense because why get a bunch of stuff that you don't need and then three yeah. people buy you the same thing um yeah. but do they have re wedding registries over there the same way they do here where you you say everything that you want. You've got your wish list and then people yeah. can just go there and, and I think buy so. whatever they want to buy. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. But actually, this is a good one as well. I went to my friend's wedding recently, like the first one in ages, and the couple got malaria when they <gasps> went to South Africa. On their honeymoon? And, uh, I think where he proposed. Oh. So it was they were really bad like they were so ill and it was like quite scary so what their wish was not to have any money given to them but to that charity that helped yeah people with malaria and stuff and um like that charity which I was like oh my god that is incredible to do that so you donated online and then gave that money instead because obviously they thought well I don't know because they I, thought I well we've got everything for money from guests yeah you, yeah. Th you think it's a bit tacky I would I would be like I would be weird asking for money from my friends yeah I would think mm. I, so you I, don't I, like, I like to pay for, pay for the honeymoon thing you you wouldn't you wouldn't <sighs> do that you wouldn't go there I just I just wouldn't want to see what friend gave me what money I think that's what it is because I wouldn't want them to like, be looking you know well, be <laughs> well, would also, you be looking well I don't know because I think no I don't I don't think all my friends are that way do you know what I mean I think some of the young students some of my friends some people are yeah like, also I've not seen them for years but I'd still want them to come but I wouldn't expect like 50 quid or 200 quid from them I'd just be like yeah just show up just turn up and get me a present <laughs> <laughs> exactly yeah. the the funny thing is we probably although we know it's wrong to look to see okay who gave us what we're gonna do it anyway because I have to admit I've been guilty of people giving me presents before, and this is so tacky. Looking up online to see how much it costs. <gasps> like, Sharon! I've done that before. Oh, I 
I've done, I have done it, but usually only when it comes to a guy. When it comes to somebody I'm dating, if they oh. give me something, because I want to see, well, how much do I mean to this? <laughs> so I know that's like, I know it's super tacky. It's looking that, a gift horse in the in the face or in the mouth, whatever the term that, is. That is. I know it's, that is I shouldn't even be admitting that, but I've done it before. <laughs> like, oh, how much did these shoes actually cost, though? They're nice, but like, let's see what you actually invested Would in. Would you be like... <laughs> Is this actually fake or is this actually real or is this like... Yeah, yeah. well, the thing is, I swear, didn't we get a letter one time where this girl was like showing off her engagement ring, but her friend knew it was actually a fake. And she was like, do I tell the friend? Do I not (gasps) tell the friend? Um... I don't I, I don't know I know it's something I shouldn't do but curiosity would probably get the best of me where I'm like all right let's see who gave what now I'm not going to say that I would completely judge them from that because I but if I know somebody is a multi-billionaire and they gave me 25 pounds mm, or 25 dollars mm. I'm going to be judging you'll be fuming you'll be yeah. like well why why are we friends <laughs> yeah exactly 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 so my curiosity I think would get the best of me but yeah at the same time I would never admit that that's what I've done aside from to you Georgie but I literally, sh- don't tell the rest of the world no I'm gonna like home make a gift like I will literally make a candle for you and I'll be like oh it's sentimental about you <laughs> you like this smell rather than getting you a Joe Malone three wick candle and send it <laughs> to America. <laughs> well, that would mean so much to me. Because as they say, it's the thought that counts, right? Yeah. And the price. And the price tag. And the price. Just kidding. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> not kidding. kidding not Where kidding. would you want to go? Where would you go on your honeymoon? Oh, I literally, at this point, I'd literally go anywhere pre Yeah. <laughs> Down the yeah. street to the local bar. Yeah. Literally, well, no, actually, I'm a bit extra, so I probably want to be far and wide. Don't really know what's what anymore. Maybe Malta. You've probably sold that to I'm me, old. actually. You would mm. absolutely love it. By the way, I've never seen water that looks like that. I've seen beautiful aqua water, but we went to this place called the Blue Grotto, and the water, it was just like a shining gem. It was gorgeous. Anyway, look at my Instagram because <laughs> I'm not going to keep going on about it and, and boring you guys with my descriptions. But if you see it, you'll be like, oh, she's right. So, speaking of weddings, right? Yes. There is a secret celebrity wedding that just took place <gasps> the other day. Mark Ronson, he's secretly married Meryl Streep's daughter. I would too if it means Meryl Streep is is going to be my mother-in-law. Exactly uh, what don't I blame thought. Him. Anything to be related to Meryl Streep. Absolutely, Anything. absolutely. Uh, okay, they're just married. Grace Gummer, Mark Ronson, announced on Saturday, September 4th, that they tied the knot after getting engaged earlier this year. Um, it was really sweet. In an Instagram post, he announced it. He said, in tribute to her, to my truest love, out of nowhere, you made my you made 45 hands down the greatest year of my life. And I'm sure it took me 45 years to become the man worthy of your love. Uh, Ronson said this. He revealed their secret nuptials on his 46th birthday he captioned a wedding photo um via instagram saying all of that uh nice sweet stuff and he said uh, i hope i spend every one of these birthdays by your side till my last day and beyond forever and ever yours with a whole bunch of hearts and then 
Uh, in brackets, he said, and yes, we got married. Ronson, of course, we know he's worked with Lady Gaga, <gasps> Bruno Mars, Miley Cyrus, a whole bunch of other people. He confirmed their engagement in June. Uh, he said, I got engaged last weekend during an episode of his The Fader Uncovered podcast. Gummer is one of Meryl Streep's four children with her husband, sculptor Don Gummer. Uh, the Newsroom alum, she starred in the newsroom, is the youngest sister of musician brother Henry Wolf, who's 41, and actress um, Mami Gummer, who's 38. Uh, she is also the older sister to model Louisa Jacobson, who is 30. So did you expect this? Um, I wasn't really thinking about it, but no, I, I didn't expect it. I um, read about Mark Ronson's um, past and he gets married quite quick. I've sort of seen. Um, oh, does and he? So, well, yeah, I think he's had two past relationships. I think he was, he was married engaged before. to engaged. Rashida Jones and then he was married to yeah. a French model, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. yeah For quite a few years. Yeah. Yeah, because I used to, I think I used to Google him when he would cover, like, you know, be on other people's tracks. And I used to listen yeah. to his album all the time because I, I wondered if he was gay or not. And I thought, all right, no, he's not gay. He's, he's into uh, women and vastly yeah. into women. So I, I don't know whether, like, now he's found the one, maybe third time lucky kind of thing because, yeah, like, Meryl Streep's daughter, that's cool, isn't it? Like, I'm just, that I don't is know really what cool. She's like, now, I'm the biggest fan of Meryl Streep. All I can see is Meryl Streep. Like, this is all I can feel. Meryl Streep, Meryl Streep. I know what I'm it. thinking I'm about just... Meryl Streep as well. Did I tell you, and I'm <laughs> sure I told you about 15 to 20,000 times about my interview with Meryl Streep where she hugs me throughout the whole interview. And she, oh. like, I got in her way so she because she wasn't doing any interviews on the red carpet, but you know me. So I got in front of her <laughs> and I stuck the mic there and uh, just started asking her questions. And then she grabbed me around the waist and just, like, held. <gasps> me I knew it. hugging me throughout the entire interview she was the sweetest oh, person and I she's knew it incredible actress I knew it. She's, she's the dream yeah she she really is but you know grace gummer also has a new celebrity mm. in her family as well because mark ronson's stepdad i believe is from foreigner the group foreigner and his name is mm. is mick jones so they've both added some uh, celebs to their to their family, family great drink. christmas great christmas dinner there great yeah except i think <sighs> mark ronson's jewish so probably so not no going to be there. <laughs> not right. Yeah. So no that as well. Big ho <laughs> holiday, holiday dinner or Hanukkah dinner. Ooh, but not, wedding not presents. Dinner. Wedding presents must be great then going into that maybe i yeah. wonder where they're gonna go on their honeymoon apparently so i think they got married in new york and it was supposed to be a bigger sort of blowout event but because of covid and the delta variant they made it like a really small intimate event but i kind of feel like the private weddings are the ones where the marriages last longer now i don't know i haven't actually done my research but i feel like in hollywood the more private your relationship People don't know your business, so they can't get in your business, so they can't report mm. on your business, and no one yeah. has anything to 
say and then oftentimes those relationships last longer in the world of Hollywood and do you think as well possibly maybe that they're literally doing it for love when it's a little one rather than the showing of absolutely I think that Mm. this is real because you know they've kept their relationship undercover for the most part they were first spotted together in 2020, I think September 2020. So it hasn't even been a year, but they may have been dating for uh, longer than that. And then I don't think Mark met uh, Grace's parents, Meryl Streep, and uh, her husband Don <gasps> until March. So I guess that was sort of when they realized, okay, now we can move ahead and sort of be together forever <laughs> kind of thing. But I actually used to have a crush on Mark Ronson. Um, it was a very yeah, temporary one. Oh, you did as well. Yeah. So I, <laughs> it was at an event a couple of years ago. I went to an event and my Q-tip is a friend of mine. He was DJing with Mark Ronson. That was my first time actually seeing Mark Ronson up close and personal. I've been to some of his events, but I hadn't really paid him any attention. And I was like, this guy's really good looking. Um, he's tall, isn't he? He's tall as well. Really yeah. tall. Really tall like, as well. Really yeah. tall men. Just tall is attractive, isn't it? Really, it, you think you're probably like, oh, he's tall. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And I'm like, oh, okay, I didn't know. <laughs> um, but I didn't even have the guts to like say hello or anything. So, um, oh, Sharon, you could have so been <laughs> I could have been. It, it could have been instead of Grace. My mom's name is Grace. It could have been Grace as his mother-in-law instead of Meryl Streep. But um, is that loud enough so your parents can hear you? (laughs) (laughs) I know, I know. But uh, they probably would have approved of him, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm uh, sure. Too late for all of that. Too late for all of that. We shall not live in the past, shall we? What's interesting is his marriage that didn't work out one of the things he said after the fact is that it was his fault he said it was not her fault I think it was a French model he was married to he said it wasn't her fault he said that he has issues showing emotions in relationships until it's too late so maybe Mm. that's went wrong the first couple of times Uh, and this time around he may have realized especially at age 46 now he's much more mature he's been through Mm. it before he knows what went wrong before and I'm sure he's learned from his mistakes but Grace was also married before as well and apparently only married for 42 days whoa which yeah which is kind of becoming the common thing just throwing around marriage like you just like in and out like I I feel like this it's meant to be forever no I don't know it's supposed to be forever but I feel like the trend is oh I was married for a month I was married for a couple of weeks then I got it annulled versus someone who was actually married for 42 years it's more like 42 days is the the term that you're hearing much more often that is that is Hollywood that is that is next level isn't it that's just like how can you get it like how can you have it stopped so quick before like I just yeah, don't understand why days, you would think no those are the people that rush into marriage though because I feel like I mean, something must, unless you found out some deep, dark secret, if you were, you know, let's say you were engaged for a couple of years, then you get married and the marriage lasts 42 Mm. days. I'm not sure how long uh, Grace was engaged to her husband, her first husband, but... Anyway, hopefully this is uh, a lot longer than 42 days. And it seems like they're super, super happy, at least judging from the Instagram post. They make yeah. a really cute couple. And she actually looks a lot like Meryl Streep. So we already like she her. She does. 
She does. We love her. We yeah. love her face. We're so, we're, we're just, we love it. It's recognizable. It feels like home. I really it love her face. It does feel like home. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, absolutely right. So congratulations to the lovebirds. And uh, I like these two. I like them. I, I think yeah. this will work. And yeah. we love love. love we love love. love. We do. Moving on to a, another kind of love, which, you know what, Sharon, I'm going to help you out here and I'm going to read this out loud for you because if your parents are listening at the door, they will wonder what on earth you are doing in your bedroom with a microphone. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh no. All right. Hit me. Hit me. We've got, we've got a listener letter here from Jenny. Okay. And she says, hi. Proper, like really excited. Hi. Hi as well as, a lot of explanation marks. <laughs> I will send you my dilemma as I'm really in the need of advice. Love heart, love heart. I have been dating this guy recently and things have been going well. Explanation, exclamation, like so well. <laughs> I have found out that he has a fetish for belly buttons. Whoa. Mm. But I have a phobia of belly buttons, specifically touching them. Huh. <laughs> I didn't even know a belly button fetish was a thing. Wow. He likes deep any belly buttons. I have, I have one. She has one. So she fits <laughs> the criteria. I have one. So I am glad that this pleases him. Apparently the only reason he's still interested. <laughs> laughing face. He also likes to fondle and lick belly buttons. <laughs> touching my, oh, touching oh, I'm of so belly glad buttons I didn't have to read this. Is what I'm so me. glad. Thank you, Georgie. <laughs> touching of belly buttons is what bothers me. So I'm not sure what to do. I am happy playing with his belly button, just not mine. Whoa. Okay. I'm uncomfortable. And I also <laughs> don't mind showing him my belly button or any sex talk he wants involving them. Laughing face. It is just when he wants us touching, when he wants us to touch mine. Oh, so together they want to touch it. Do you have any advice on what I can do? Can I get over my mini phobia or something else? Love Jenny. Kiss, 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 kiss. I feel like okay. she's going to here. You know, I would, you know how we're always asking for more information. You know, we're always like, give us more information. Give us more information. This was way too much information. TMI. Way TMI. too much information. I'm very uncomfortable right now. Um, I'm glad I didn't have to read it. Thanks for taking one for the team, Georgie. But uh, it seems like you guys are a match made in heaven. I mean, I know you've got, they say opposites attract, right? Yeah. Well, uh, that's like one's well, got I, the phobia, I, one has the fetish, the and fetish. um, I uh, well, here's my question: How can somebody have a phobia of something that's on their own body? No, weird. I no, I totally Do you? get this. Yeah, really? no, I yeah, Sharon, I have this fear. You see this collarbone? So, if, <laughs> like, I I hate it being touched, and I hate I hate like. Sit, like I think it's the bone and like when makeup artists at work or anything like that would yeah. brush it with a wooden brush yeah, and some like, bronzer uh, or something uh, really I, I can't stand it I literally cannot it makes me like oh, gag so you can relate okay so I'm okay. yeah so I'm a bit I get it and also my feet tickled like I can't stand I'm like get off me uh, 
yeah, yeah. And there's yeah, like yeah, there's yeah. like my my third toe or like my fourth toe. If that gets like nails like being done or filed or something, I'm like, <laughs> and I literally lash out. Like I can't on each toe. I'm like, <laughs> you just reminded me of something really embarrassing. I yeah. I remember I was at an event. Uh, this has nothing to do with the story, but I was at an event and a bunch of us were really tipsy. It was for work. This network that I worked for. It was after an award show, and my boss came over and like I was wearing open toed shoes, and he said, "Oh, Sharon, you've got." A long second toe and it just came out of my mouth I said I heard you've got a long third toe to my boss so that they could match so that not even that I don't know what the implications were but it was just something I shouldn't have said and everyone went really right everyone went really quite it was just anyway forget I ever said that Back to what we're talking about. You must about. have meant you have a big penis. <laughs> I think that's what he took it. But, See, I didn't quite, I didn't mean it like that, but I think that's what he felt that I was implying. Also, yeah, like having a long third toe, that's a nightmare for shoes, surely. That's <laughs> like the longest toe. You'd have, have to have like a triangular foot. You'd have to wear Manolo's, like only, only pointed shoes. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. They'd fit actually perfectly into those pointed shoes. Yeah. So you and me have the same thing because I have a longer second toe in, on both oh, feet. Do you? Yeah. I don't know yes. if it's both feet though. Let me look right now. Hold on. Uh, one is longer than the other. Right. You forgot. <laughs> yeah, I forgot. I forgot. One is slightly longer than the other. In fact, <laughs> I hadn't even noticed until he came up and pointed it out. And he did it in front of everyone, which is why I was like, yeah. oh, let me come up with a fun, catchy response, a clap back. Yeah, and it kind of back. It backfired. It backfired a little bit. But you know, I have a phobia of feet. I don't like other people's yeah. feet, so I don't mm. mind my feet. I remember I was on the plane one time, and this woman next to me—I couldn't believe it. I was horrified. She opened the the table, right, the seat table. She stuck her feet up on the table and started proceeded to pull dry skin off her feet and flick it on the floor. <gasps> it was the most disgusting. <laughs> I was I was traumatized by that. But I am not a foot person, so I kind of get it when it comes to that. I'm if somebody says, Oh, can you massage my feet? It's not happening. I'll pay for the pedicure. Oh, I know. I'll pay yeah. for you to go get it done. I'm not doing it myself. It's just not happening. Yeah, I'm. I don't mind feet. I'm actually quite a fan of feet. I like feet, but really, I, I mean, oh no, yeah. they smell. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, but belly button. People don't How about watch your belly walk. Uh, yeah, no. I don't mind that. Yeah, so you wouldn't mind your belly button being fondled. I mean, it would be kind of weird if somebody was like. Licking too focused on it. Just your belly button. Like, there's so much they can do yeah. on your belly button. They can write their name in there with the tongue. They could like lick it. They could put things in it like a little vase. Oh, no. You could like. <laughs> no. Like... No. I think that might little... be a deal like breaker. Like a bowl. A bowl for like Skittles. You could be like. <laughs> You'd have to have a pretty big belly button for that. Um, that would be belly. a massive belly button if you had a whole bowl of Skittles in there. <laughs> Ding. Maybe three or four. You know, my belly button was a sticky outie until I grew up. And oh, then it, and it changed. Yeah. Ah, okay, mine's a mini. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, that's kind of weird. But I think that 
you got, I mean, judging by all the laughing emojis, I don't think you're taking it too seriously. Uh, she she just right? doesn't want to be touched there, but she's literally willing for him to do it. But, but what got me was the sentence where they said, when we touch it together, like, what? I never. <laughs> <laughs> it was all this is all a little bit too weird for us <laughs> let us know what happens but in this case i'm not going to uh, you don't want to know. know i we do not want to know but i have a feeling you guys can work it out whichever way I, it goes i feel like he just wants to put his penis in a belly button and i just don't think there's any point and i think that's where it's, it's going. not gonna go very and far you know is what? it no, maybe Jenny just let him see what happens and then decide whether or not it's for you. <laughs> At least it's safe. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Um, so there we go. I don't think there's much more we can offer on that one. No, and I think that's the end of our, literally, that's the end of us Thank right now. So. God for that, again. Okay. <laughs> I've never wanted this show to end so quickly. No, just, uh, just kidding. That was fun. Thank you everyone for listening to Loose Lips with Sharon Carpenter, who has drank all of her tea now, and me, Georgie Porter. There's a bonus episode on Friday, which is extra lippy. Yes, indeed. Yep. And we're back on Tuesday next week with a full episode. Subscribe or follow, rate and review. We want to hear from you. Hit us up at looselips at createproductions.com. Also at the Missy Porter and at Sharon Carpenter. And we will see you Friday for a little extra lippy. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love. And be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey. Hey. Woo. Woo-hoo.